sweat the technique. The summer circuit continues from the pizza oven on the Kima boardwalk with the killer bees. From the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Um, thanks to Tim Kirchner for joining us. Yep. Do you agree? Do you agree that Shohei Otani is going to be an angel? Is that They're not going to trade him. I don't. I love what he's saying because I think it's the best case scenario, as you and I spoke about, about the, the for the Astros, that he stays put in a, in a, on a team in a division where I don't think they're going anywhere. And so you don't have to worry about him getting to a team with contending hopes and pushing them to another level you don't want them to be at. I just think that Artie Moreno and the way he's run that team, he's changing gears. He's looking more towards not doing all the missteps that they've done for years and years with massive contracts to guys that don't perform. He knows this guy performs. He knows this guy is arguably the best player in baseball, not only this year, but maybe we've seen in a long, long time and maybe ever when all is said and done. And I don't think he wants that guy going to another market and another team capitalizing. So I would think that he wants to keep him, but I think realistically because he doesn't want to spend and he knows there's going to be teams throwing money at him, I think at the end of the day he's going to go, they've contemplated rebuilding. If they can unload him and get the kind of load that, that, that Tim was talking about, five players potentially, I don't know that he's not going to want to say, I avoid having to pay him ungodly amounts of money. And if I do plan on rebuilding, I get a really good head start. I, I would trade him if I'm the Angels general manager or owner. I don't think he's going to be. I think it's going to really be too difficult. No, I think it's going to be too difficult to move him at, at the deadline. It's going to be too difficult to get the prospect that they feel like they need for a team that's going to be looking at Otani as a rental. I th- I agree with Kirchin that they want to re-sign him, and they feel if they trade him that it diminishes the chances that they re-sign him. I also wouldn't be the general manager that signed Shohei Otani to a long-term contract. Right. I, I, I don't believe in signing players to 300 to $350 million for 10 years. I certainly don't believe in signing players for $600 million for I 10 agree years. With you. I wouldn't sign Shohei Otani even if I could pick to sign Shohei Otani. Listen, this is the other way I look at this, and it, it's, it's, it's apples and oranges, but it's also similar in the fact that the human body has to endure a whole lot to play professional sports. Yep. And so I dealt with it from Yao's perspective of taking a guy that's that big, that, that, that is that heavy, that is playing that kind of a, a sport with the pounding that you get running up and down in basketball, and then having between his government and his team forcing him to play almost year-round and seeing his body break down. I think similarly but different, but with Otani and what all is expected of him when every time he takes the mound and how taxing that can be, and then living up to the expectations and the contract and everything that he has pride in doing the way he does it and playing it at a high level. At a certain point, I just think that breakdowns are going to happen as you get older. And when you commit to, like, 10-year contracts, no matter how good he is right now, we've seen a lot of the good ones and the great ones become less than good late in their careers. When you're doing the things he's doing double-dipping, the chances are greater that that's going to happen. I think the other thing, too, for, like, Otani for me is that we don't see it in baseball players demanding trades that often. But what happens if you trade Otani? Like, what does Mike Trout say? Like, if, if, I think it's one thing to lose Otani in free agency. Yeah. But, like, if you trade, I know Trout's hurt, but, like, if you trade Otani, like, I'll be if a- I'm Mike Trout, I'm like, well, dude, then what am I doing? I think here? Trout's content losing. I don't, I don't. Do you really? Yeah, Trout doesn't strike me as a dude that like so is a gamer that loves baseball, that wants playoff okay. baseball in his life. I think he's cool living in L.A. I would say this. I would say he has every right, if Otani's traded, to, to pull the Harden-Deshaun deal. To, to just go in and say, look, guys, 
I've, I've not even sniffed the amount of playoffs and potential ch- title chasing that I wanted or expected to do in my career. And the fact that we now have another big-time player in our control that you just lost control of and gave away, you got to find me a new home. And at least put it out there because if you don't, then maybe you guys are right. Maybe he's just content living the life and, and you know, collecting the checks and getting the high regards but with less pressure because he doesn't, he's not expected to carry his team to the playoffs and win titles and do the things that most superstars are expected to do. And I don't know how you don't do how you don't trade Trout if you trade Otani. Should like how do you how do you do one and not the other? Because you're essentially trading two of your three best players when you get rid of Otani and one. Like you're getting rid of your best pitcher and your best hitter, and then you just have Mike oh. Trout just sitting there. Like if you're, so, if you're gonna do it, like don't half-ass it. Well, that's what Jeremy and I always talk about. You either win or you lose. But if you're mediocre. It's a no-win situation, and that's what you're basically doing if you only get rid of one of them. You're either all in on the rebuild, oh, yeah. and you unload on both of them and maybe try to find a home for Rondon if you can, Yeah, but you get rid of as much as you can to recoup and, and get all those, those prospects, or you go all in, you, you keep him, you try to resign him, you try to add at the deadline and say, we're going for it, but you can't be in the middle. And See, I think those moves come in the offseason. That's why I don't think Otani's going to be traded. Like, and they probably already missed the boat on when they could have done this. They could have done this past his offseason and gotten to, oh, so many prospects. Like, they could have they put their rebuild ahead three years if they traded Trout and Otani this past offseason, but they wanted to give it one more go. Now they're in a spot where they don't know if they can trade Otani. They don't know if they can get the prospects back for Otani. They don't know if they're in the race with Otani. Otani and with Mike Trout coming up, coming off the handmade bone injury, so there, it's a weird time to trade a player of that caliber. And then I don't think Mike Trout's tradable by August first. Like he's still coming with off the, the handmade bone. No, yeah. he, he's I, it'd be more like trade Otani and now, Trout in the, off- the offseason. But 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 Jeremy, here's the thing: when you were saying all that, the the thing that I look at when I think about you know Otani and the re- rebuild and everything else. You just wonder at the deadline; it would be unprecedented to think a guy that's a rental is going to command five players, including top prospects. That's unheard of. We just got done talking about from an Astros perspective, you're going to try and look for guys that are rentals in the last year of their deal so that you don't have to give up hardly anything to go get them and it maybe take one prospect or two. We're talking about five, and they're going to have to be quality players to go get a guy that's a rental. But the thing is, is that if he was just a hitter, would you trade two top prospects for him? Uh, just a hitter, sure. And like then it, as a rental, then, like if he's a, if he if he is he's Shohei Otani, the hitter, he's a rental. Like he's one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Yeah. He's worth two elite prospects, probably. But then he's a pitcher too, so like that's where he's worth four. Elite, five. elite might be a push or a reach because like you don't see major league teams give that much for rentals anymore. Like major league baseball is wisened up from a pitching perspective. Period. Well, I mean, look back to the Bryce Harper trade. That's what I'm saying. This would be unprecedented to think. Five and not just you know a ball double a yeah for three months five of your top quality either players or prospects. There's not a single player that was supposedly going to be traded to the Nationals for Bryce Harper from the Astros that has had any major league success. Like and they I guess they were good prospects but they weren't the elite of the elite. I mean Whitley wasn't going in that deal. Like so even then it's like what are you getting for Otani? But. The Verlander one, too. What's I mean, so, Verlander actually had club about. control for another yeah. year. Yeah. What's so weird about this whole thing, though, is then, like, like, I just don't understand what the owner is doing. In January, like, last year he was going to sell. In January, he changed his mind. The day he changed his mind, I assumed, oh, he's going to sign Otani. Well, why do you change your mind whenever you're selling things? Because you, the offers you're getting aren't very good. 
But like, or what you think and, they should and be. And now you can't. Or you're Cal McNair and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like now you can't sell because like you're, the biggest part of selling the Angels was Otani. You get all the Japanese media rights that come with it, and like now you're losing all of that. So like he went from selling his team for like five billion dollars. To now he's probably going to lose Otani in free agency. Something it's, tells me he didn't get some, – something tells me that the market was wise, that Otani could be gone in a year, though. That, that's why he didn't get the offers that he thought he was going to get. It's yeah. possible, but it's also possible that someone spelled out for him. Your guys might not even have been doing it right to this point, but if you set up your TV deals and go and attack them, you're in a position of control. You should be getting a ton more. Just see Seattle and Ichiro and see how they didn't care what they shelled out to get the right to talk to him, let alone sign him to the deal they did, because they knew they were going to recoup a whole boatload of that without having to do anything but just broadcast the games. Yeah. What do you think Otani gets paid for agency? I think he's going to get $57 million a year. How many years? I think he's going to get 8 to 10. Yeah, I, th- I think I think they're going to try to do more money for less years. So I think it's going to be like more like I think it's going to be like sixty five a year for like six years. Okay. Because I think that teams are going to be. I think I do think there will be teams that will say like we know he's not going to agree to like take sixty five million dollars and cut that in half if he can no longer pitch. No way. Like he would Who never would? do that. Yeah, he's got him over the barrel. He's got so yeah, you've over got a chance barrel. to take money no matter whether you earn it or not. You take it. So I think I, there will be some like accolade performance bonuses, though. Like, you think I, there's going to be stipulations in the contract yeah, and sure. clauses think, that say if he have, doesn't do one or the other? Yeah, I think he's going to have like vesting options or at least like clauses that he hits that it, that like gives him a bump in salary, like innings pitch. I don't think they're going to be performance based. I think they're going to be playing. It would be interesting, but if what? They did, but like, they won't be on the flip side. The team will say, well, then what happens if you don't do one of the two? Do we get money back? No, because you, you would pay him like a $30 million base, but if he pitches 150 innings, he gets $10 million. If he has 500 plate appearances, he gets $10 million. That's very I – mean, that's so like the not first, even really thinking about it too much. Like but. the first six years is just $65 million or $57 million straight up. Yeah. Back four you years. You throw like vesting options for innings pitched yeah. and plate appearances. I mean, I, and honestly, like you don't think Major League Baseball, like these owners are going to collude? And, like, make sure that, like, they all try to do well, that. Well, then he'll be a Met if they do that because Steve Cohen will sign him. Yeah. yeah, Steve Cohen will go, I don't care what you guys are thinking. Tell me what I should do. He's going to be the what's-his-name in Cleveland with the Deshaun deal. Oh, yeah. I don't care what the rest of the league owners think. Yeah. I'm going to do Jimmy what I want to do. Whatever. Jimmy Haslam. Yeah. yeah, he owns all those pilot Jays or whatever that have boycotted. I wouldn't sign Otani to $58 million for a 10-year deal. I wouldn't sign him. 65 for 6 I'd be more interested in. But what if he gets hurt? Like you have sixty-five million dollars that goes down the drains. What well, if he's not for how good? many years? What if he's not a good pitcher for one year? What if he's not a good pitcher well, for the what final if he gets three years of a six-year deal? That's almost. I, I'm saying he's, he's had Tommy John. He already had one. Yeah, he missed a year of pitching already in so, his big league career. So if he gets another one, you're talking about no matter how good the surgeons are and how good medical technology is, you're basically throwing away a hundred million dollars. I, I read an article in the yeah. Athletic today that said. <laughs> 28% of the pitchers that get the second Tommy John surgery that Jacob deGrom got had typically only pitch two more years in Major League Baseball. Like, and like, look how – so how bad is that contract? What if it happened to Otani if he gets has to get a second Tommy John at some point? And it just sucks. It's like you can't replace him. You're also like, paying him – for his absolute best. Like, this is Shohei Otani's best offensive year by a mile. Last year, last two years, he was good, but he had a sub-1,000 OPS. So you're paying Shohei as the absolute best hitter that he's ever been in his life, and then he's also been, like, this year and last year. He was elite as a pitcher. Yeah, and you look at his two losses this year, it's because the Angels didn't give him any support. 
He lost to the Dodgers, I think, 2 nothing, and he lost to the Astros 3-1. He's got but, four. So those are two of his well, four. Well, there's two of the four. He's got 332 ERA. Like, it's not like he's from Valdez. But if you give him those two, okay, so you split the difference, right? You get those two back, but you still keep the other two. I mean, you're still looking at a pitcher that might be the best pitcher in all of baseball or at least the best pitcher in the American League. I can't say that about Shoei. If he was 11-2? and two? We seven and four right now. I don't oh, know okay. you're getting to I'm 11 sorry. And two. Okay, nine and, he still nine, has, nine and two. I and he did still Jake has math. A three thirty. That was my that was my Jake math. <laughs> but he still bad. has a three thirty two ERA. He's I mean, not better than Fromber. He's think, not better than Cole. I, but I think he's. But he might be the next guy. Like, is he in the American League? Is it Cole Fromber? Or what if this is his peak though? No, no. What if this is the scary. best he well, ever this is? is. It's not as much as bad as Montero. Where he's not. He's not top ten in the American League in ERA. Like, I think Fromber's great. But I think if you pulled the American Show League, they great. would say he's definitely top ten in, in the pitchers in the American League. Yeah. I, it's, it's fast. I think some people, right. I think probably some people, most people would say top five. His pitcher war is ninth. Just his just war as yeah. a pitcher. Now, you throw in his offensive war, and he leads everybody by more than two games. I just, I don't know how you, if, I, if you're a GM, like, I don't even know how you start these negotiations. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't like where do you start? You open your checkbook. Like you have to be like they ha- Otani's side has to give the opening if you, offer. If you, so you really, guys were, no, you, no, if you really want Shohei, what you do is you go, I'm giving you six hundred million for ten years, I don't care about any escalators, clauses, vesting yeah. options. I want you so bad, all that other stuff that other people are trying to get you to do, screw it. That's how you yeah, get you're him. Gonna, that's, that's how you make sure you get him, but then make sure you you, you know what you're at, you get what you ask for because you might get the short end of the stick if he gets hurt. I think all of those are um I think all contracts like that are, are bad money, though. I think that it will, play, it will pay its way for like four or five years, and then you're going to be looking at five years where you have a sunk cost, and it's going to handicap you for those five years. Now, some people think it's worth it. Some people think it's not. 713-780-ESPN, HRP listener line. Killer Bees live in Kima. Great spot to hang out on a Friday night. Uh, some people ran into Miami or ran into uh, Lionel Messi in Miami. Did you see this? He yep. was in a Publix, and people were taking pictures of him. What's your most random athlete celebrity interaction? So Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. The bees have left the hive, and their listeners are swarming around the pizza oven on the Kima Boardwalk. Wait, that means one of them's a queen bee. Nope, not picturing that one. From the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel and Jeremy. That's how Joe George became a killer bee. The designated title for that. I'm the the queen bee? That's where Joe's bee comes from. So when you change it. queen bee. So when you start the... Show over. It's assistant to the regional manager and the Queen Bee. Joe George. Yeah. All right. He, he could do that on the fly every day. You know, I met someone at. Noted. This, <laughs> this, this works well for this segment. I met someone at HEB like three days ago. I was wearing my ESPN stuff. I, they asked me who I was. I, I don't said, even think I have an ESPN shirt. And I said, My name's Joe George. And he goes, Oh, assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Whoa, Cody, slow oh, down on the laugh now. Man, that's good. It's not that bad. <laughs> he said the assistant to the regional That's hilarious. That's fantastic. That's very good. Uh, Blankers, have you ever had a rare occurrence with a, a celebrity or an athlete? Yeah, a few. You don't want to tell your Charles Barkley stories? Or? No, because that's the first thing you're going to say is that I'm going to mention <laughs> Charles Barkley. I mean, it's better to know him than to not know him. I would say that. Uh,. I mean, the, the randomness of just being working in sports, too, where you just turn around. I think one of the coolest ones was, you know, just an average home game for the Rockets one night. And George and Barbara Bush are at the game, and they just show up. And, you know, in Secret Service and everything, they're coming through the, the, the loading dock, and they're, 
in doing their thing, and all of a sudden I'm in the bomb in one of the tunnels watching the game a little bit, uh, or it was at halftime, and I just feel a, a hand on my shoulder, and someone says, how are you doing tonight? And I just turned around, and it was the ex-president. I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. George Sr. Sr.? Yeah. And so, you know, you shake his hand, and, and you know, you, you chit-chat a little bit, and he walks away, and I'm like, not only is he a really nice guy, yeah. but he, you watched what he was doing and how both of them interacted. They, don't, they didn't act or pretend to know who they were. They just, they love people, and they were talking to people. I thought that was just so cool, and the fact that, you know, I can at least look back and say, I got to meet a president like that. That was pretty cool. I've been across Moody Coliseum from W. He sits courtside at SMU games. He oh, went to, right, yeah. So he went to two U of H games, courtside across from him. Didn't meet him, though. I was at Army-Navy when Trump was the sitting president. So I think it was the first time that I've ever been in the same video, the same venue with a sitting president. Like I was on the field, he was in the suite. So that was kind of it was cool to be in the same venue as a sitting president. Um, let's see. Alex Bregman gave me a bro hug once on the grounds of TDECU Stadium on the hills of him winning a Silver Slugger. He was hammered. I went up to I go, hey Bragg, congrats on the Silver Slugger. He dapped me up and gave me a hug, <laughs> which this was pre Sasa, obviously. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow elevator when he, when we when we locked eyes. I think so. We locked I, eyes in a Cincy elevator, once, actually Kentucky elevator. Once upon a time, I worked at a radio station that paid me so little I had to work at Lids. Oh yeah, that's right. I and, remember that. And one day I was uh, I was fixing hats, and I was just not really paying attention to what's going on in the store. And all of a sudden, I uh, this someone comes up. This little kid puts a Texans helmet in front of me, <laughs> and I hear this voice go, "We like to buy that." That's a really bad Cal McNair. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's Forrest Gump. And I look up, and Cal McNair is standing in front of me buying a Texans what mini helmet. What is he doing? Well, this is, in a nutshell, his, that sums it all up right For there. his nephew. And I'm just like, oh, hey, Cal. Like, <laughs> and this is, like, before barbecue and, like, the video right, game right, story. Right, right, right. Was it before Bob was gone? No, it was after Bob. So it was after Bob was so gone. So it was, like, it was, like, it was pre-pandemic, so it was, like, 2019. That's hilarious. And I was just like, oh. Cal McNair is in front of me. Like, this is interesting. <laughs> I saw probably more people, like, working at that Lids in the Galleria than anywhere else. That's weird. Like, it was, well, like, everyone would go there to buy, like, Rocket stuff before. Before going to a game or something. Before going to a game or, like, texting stuff. So, like, you would get people, like, like celebrities that would come into town and, like, they would buy stuff. Like, dude, there was one time where, like, I was there. I'm like, what is happening outside of our store? And they're like, oh. Kanye's at the Lego store. Oh, no. And just, like, the whole mall is just, like, running towards Kanye. They all wanted to see Ye, huh? Yeah. yeah. And then this is before he was, like, super crazy. Like, he's just a little <laughs> They might crazy. be running away now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would run away. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, when you talk about, like, when you work for the Rockets and they win, a, and they win championships, and then suddenly you find yourself in the White House. And you That's never thought cool. in a million years you were going to be in the White House. And then Clinton's standing right in front of you. And we're all in the, what do they call that, the, where the media... The, I'm not sure. The press there's, conference the room media, there's, a, there's a name for it. And then you actually get a tour of the Oval Office or certain, certain things like that. Or you're just, you know, I, I always say we lived the life of entourage, me and a couple of my friends, being around Charles for the years that we were. And you'd be like, hey, I got a couple of my friends showing up for dinner, dinner tonight. And it's not like someone that's his neighbor out in new territory. No, when you're sitting at dinner with Charles and he says he's got a few friends coming, all of a sudden here comes Carmen Electra and Rodman. Or here comes Tony LaRussa and Mark McGuire. And you're going, how did this happen? But with this Messi thing, like, I, I just have questions. Like, Messi get So we should tell so he's at, so those he's that in, don't know yet. So he's in Miami with Inter-Miami, his new team. 
And he's just like at a Publix grocery shopping. Doing some grocery shopping. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but like you're le- famous people have to buy groceries too. Well, but I think. Yeah, but you're messy. Like, we're not going to. You mean gonna, sloppy or? Like, we're not going to go to a grocery store and. An HEB and see CJ Stroud. But I think that's the thing. I think that, you know, <laughs> like ESPN's analyzing so. what was in his cart and stuff like that. One thing that has to be said first and foremost is Houston's different than any market I've ever been in in terms of leaving celebs and athletes specifically alone. They don't really bother them all that much. They don't bother them. Lance tells the story about Verlander and Kate Upton going to a restaurant and having a dinner and no one doing anything to bother them or, you know, haggle them for pictures and autographs. And I think Houston's better than most where there's paparazzis. But if you lived Messi's life to this point and knew you couldn't even step out of your front door without paparazzi all over the place and people hounding you like you were talking about with Kanye at the mall, and now suddenly you're in a new environment. Obviously, you're not getting paid what you were getting paid, but you all of a sudden have the freedom to walk out your door and go, why isn't everybody running at me? Where are the cameras? And I can go grocery shopping? I think that would almost be like for us getting to do something really special one day. You're like, oh, my God, I can walk, I can drive to the grocery store and go shopping, and I'm not going to get a mob of people? People had pictures of Altuve at HEB's. Oh, that, that's true. So, like, I, I think it's – I don't think it's that odd. It just reminds me of, like, the last dance when Jordan was talking about how he never could leave his hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to suck. It's I brutal. Think, I, I wouldn't think, want that. I don't think I'd no, want to be that it, famous. You can't really enjoy the money and, and everything that you've achieved. Yep. Because you have no – you really truly aren't free. You don't have yeah, freedom. Free. You don't have freedom. B. Dizzle says uh, Andy Pettit, a barbecue joint, was cool. Andy Pettit sat in my press box once as I called a U of H baseball game. His son was on the team, and he wanted to get away from everybody. He sat in the booth behind us. Same thing with uh, Mike Elias, who's now in Baltimore. He came and hung out with, in the booth with me oh, and picked GM? his brain. Maybe the best one I've ever had was uh, I hung out with Allen Iverson at a TGA Friday in downtown that, yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. He was very high. <laughs> he was going to his car every 30 minutes. A uh, few more on these. Somebody said that Kevin Eschenfeller came into their restaurant the other day. Um, I ran into Alonzo Morning at the airport in Charlotte. Uh, I was in line to check in at the Weston in Houston behind Jim Brown. That one's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, ran into Peyton Manning at the Sugar Bowl. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I was uh, Whenever I was a kid, the first Super Bowl in Houston, uh, we were walking down the streets of Houston, and John Elway snuck out the back door into, like, a mob of people. I was like, oh, that's John Elway. But I didn't want to blow his cover, so I didn't say anything. Smoking a cigarette? No, not yet, because okay. you're just out of it. Right. I flew on an airplane with uh, – he was in the same aisle, Jonathan Joseph and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was on a was the on WWE a, wrestler. Yeah, nice. we we sat next to each other on an airplane. I was like, you once. got me. I don't know who that is. Somebody or said AEW they uh, wrestler. Sorry, oh, sorry. I bought Barkley a Corona at the Wild West. Was oh it? yeah, a Wednesday night at the Wild West. Charles was a staple with us. Oh, really? No, no question. He 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 was like, I kind of like this country music, but I love the scenery. Would he I do mean, a little two stepping? No, Charles Barkley. No, 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 no. There was no, a hitch no. in his two step. No, he was enjoying watching the two steppers, but he wasn't two stepping. But we were there a lot. Somebody said Clemens. I. I I used a urinal next to Roger Clemens once and Craig Biggio once, just coincidentally. One of my buddies went to Vegas with Charles for a fight, and he went to the bathroom, and he said his claim to fame was he was at the urinal and turned and, and looked down, and Mark Wahlberg was at the urinal next to him. Marky Mark? Marky Mark is not a very big guy. He's very short in stature. This past weekend in Chicago, my daughter's AAU tournament ran into Shaq. His daughter plays for an AAU team in Houston. They ran into Gilbert Arenas at my hotel. Talked to him for about five minutes about his podcast. His podcast is pretty popular. Dude, I Agent remember, Zero? Yeah. I, yeah, I went out to – last time I was in – first time I went to Vegas was for – when I was I was at Gal the first time. We had, like, a partnership with Chris Paul. With oh, like, the bowling tournament. It was uh, ping pong. Oh, okay. At that time. Um, 
and there was like that elite <laughs> AAU tournament. Dude, that is like if you want to meet people, oh, you go no to doubt. an AAU oh, tournament. Oh, big time. Like, because I mean, all these guys, yeah. like Chris Paul, D Rose, LeBron, like, LeBron follows yeah, his kids to all those. Beal, like all these guys have AAU teams now. Like, it's crazy. I told you, it's the most corrupt, money generating, and, oh. and like back scratching in all of sports. 2884, seen Jose at HEB a few times on Bunker Hill. He's a memorial guy because he, he goes to the restaurants on West Gray and stuff like that, and he actually is great about signing autographs, taking pictures. You know, he, he actually embraces it, which a lot of people don't. I mean, I was talking to somebody this morning about it where I said, you know, that's the thing. Like, people get, oh, one of my buddies that used to work for Miller Beer, and they had a deal with Reggie Jackson. And, and he was just like, Reggie just hates to be around people, and he hates the attention of autographs. I'm like, but he should embrace the fact that they want those things because he's awesome. And you know who was like that was Larry Bird. They, Larry Bird would be at dinner, and you know how people would say, I hate to bother you. And before they could say anything else, he goes, if you hate to bother them, then don't. <laughs> and he cut it off. And I that's think, who he was, and he, was, he never changed from that. Larry Bird might be like on my – if I was ever going to interact with someone that like, I'm just not going near it, Larry Bird might be on my list. I love Larry Bird, though. Because like, I know like, if you go up to him and you catch him in a bad mood, like, you're going to get yelled he at. He was prickly. But I think it'd be I mean, kind of cool to be yelled out by Larry Bird, though. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. What's your most random athlete celebrity interaction? Will a bits. Let's see what the Will has in store for us. Let's see what Joe has in store for us. Killer Bees broadcasting live from the Kima Boardwalk on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. It's the Wheel of Bits on the Killer Bees. Kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. I'm gonna get me some kibbles and bits. Who knows the bits the bees will begrudgingly bite? Well, let's find out. That's it or not. Here's Joel and Jeremy and Joe. <laughs> Killer Bees live in Kima. Great spot to spend a Friday, a weekend, or your summer. What is the will of it? I didn't hear what S two D. I I'm I'm a you never hear S two D. I don't I don't know why. Is it like uh, too high of a pitch? You remember what was that one? Like uh, Cody's laugh. I hear that. I have nightmares about that. What was that one thing where like young people would hear one name and then old people would hear another? Do you remember oh, that's that? Like that? Yeah, that was similar to the one about the what dress. color is the dress. Yeah, it was similar to that, Gold but it was audio. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember what the words were? Because this is like that for me. I never hear what S2D2 says. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what the words were, but yeah, it was similar to the dress It's on deal. the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. 713 It's also like they what say they about cilantro. About? It either tastes great to you or it tastes like soap. That's so weird to me. It's true, because to me it tastes like soap. I like really? cilantro. Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't so as a, sad. I didn't as a kid, but I like cilantro now. I, think I it, hate it. I think it makes everything pop. Yeah, it's I love, such a good flavor. I love cilantro on pizza. I hate it because it tastes on like pizza? soap. Yeah. Do you like chimichurri? What's that? It's like a steak sauce. It's green. No, it's so good. Chimichurri. I could. Well, because that's it's I love cilantro, chimichurri. Right? Chimichurri. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, cilantro. So you probably couldn't. That's eat probably it. why I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Chimichurri is my Probably favorite like steak sauce dip. You would put exists. your steak. Sauce oh, like on a, a steak? You get a Brazilian steakhouse with some oh. chimichurri yeah, or an Argentinian it's, it's steakhouse? Different. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Yanni like Brazilian. and Laurel. Yanni and Laurel. Thank you, Todd, the show. Yeah, that was the one. Like, S2D2 is my Yanni and Laurel. Okay. Shout out to Maris. All right, what do we got today? What All do we right. say? So today we are going to do bet it or not. But I've decided not. that we're going we're gonna to do – we've done this once. And basically I just gave you guys a bunch of odds. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with my own bets here. And what I have done – as I have purchased three $5 Starbucks gift cards. And if anyone wants to take the bet. Sure, I'll take it. We can bet on a little Starbucks. And then the next time we do it, we'll, we'll, re, we'll redo them. We'll reload them. Whoever loses the bet 
has to reload it. Does the order That's the rule. like when you get the Starbucks? Why don't we just is use, it a card or do you get someone that gets the order wrong? Tough question. You get an actual card. <laughs> tough question. I've lived through that question. All right, now so we don't have to take these bets. So it's just going to be a, a, a Why conversation. Why don't we just use start? cash? Because I don't care. I don't. You really want to go get cash every time we, we do this? Do you really want to go refill a Starbucks gift no, card? No, you just refill it when you get your next yeah, time when you, you get order your, your coffee. coffee. Y'all go to Starbucks routinely? I go every day. <laughs> you don't go every day? I go every day. I go to Starbucks once or twice okay, a year. Okay, maybe we'll reevaluate. My Starbucks knows when I'm pulling into the drive-thru window. You don't make window. your own coffee? No. You're no. My wife does. You're I so don't. bougie. Okay, first one. Jordan Alvarez will be back for the Rocky Series and will hit a home run that goes over 450 feet. Would you bet on that? No. No. Because that sucks. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be <laughs> swinging sure from the heels. Start. Dude, yeah. there's a chance he doesn't play in the series. That that and the fact that when he does come back, I don't think he's going to be letting it rip at full tilt right off the right off the jump. Yeah, but if he hits like 420 here in Houston, that's like 450 in Colorado. I mean, look, there's no doubt when he barrels it up, he doesn't have to get all of it. And it's going to go a long way. But I think that the, the correlation of the two things: one, not knowing if, let alone when he's coming back though it, the signs are pointing in the right direction. I don't think they're going to rush him back. And then, two, that when he's back, we've talked about and complimented him and how he just starts raking again right away. But I don't know if he's going to be able to do that yeah, that there's, quickly. There's a chance that he's, one, not back. I think that he will be back for Tuesday's game, but I think he only plays one game of the two-game yeah. series. So now you're asking him that he must hit a home run in that game, and it must go 450 feet. In his first feet. game back. I need, like, plus 500 odds. Yeah, there, that's not happening. At least. I thought I was going to get one of you guys on that. No, one. no, no. Um, Too logical here. Are you betting on it? No. I'm, are you refilling this? Yeah, are you refilling no, the card? No, I'm Starbs. With, what, are they no. called? what are the kids called? I'm Starbs? I'm with you guys. Okay. For the I'm first time. I just, that's not, I was with you like three times this week. So you're just least. selling it, huh? You're just trying to sell it yeah. to us. Well, I'm trying to see. I'm going to come up with a topic and see if I can get some debate going. <laughs> Joe's the one who makes bad You bets thought we were low S2E and you were going to take advantage of it. The, that's not the right show right. for that, Joe. The next one I've got is the Astros will be in first game, first place by more than two games by the end of the month. I'd cash that. By the end of the month? By the end of the month. So they're going to have a four-game delta between now and the trade yeah. deadline? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, let's bet that. I'm, I'm on the other side. <laughs> we got a wager. <laughs> I, I'm feeling that. Um, so what are we? What are, what's our bet? I, I, I checked out when we were talking wait, about Wait, how Starbucks. many games they got left between the, now and the oh, end of the month? Oh, look at this. Here we go. Well, I, look, I'm go. like you. I got I to do the numbers. I got to do the analytics I before were, I jump I think, the gun. You, I think it's like but four, you already did jump the gun. It's like, it's That's what we do here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to be in first place. Two games, though. Listen to this backpedal. He's like oh, Homer you know what? Simpson Screw it. into the I'm edges. way up on you anyway. This is just $5 coffee. I'll take it. <laughs> you don't have to pay for the first $5 coffee. You already paid for it. That's right. I'll you take already, it. You already paid for yeah, it? Yeah, it's taken. Yeah. So what happens? So if you paid for it and I win this bet because I'm, I'm going to win this on, bet. First one's on Joe What's George. On Joe George. So first. you don't have to pay for it right. if he no, loses no, this bet? No, he, hey. no, he, no. What is hey, this welcome game? to my bookie where your first bet is free. Take it, baby. I would be willy-nilly with my gambles, too, if I wasn't paying. For the loss. Joel has to reload it for five dollars. So I bring it back empty. So you would bring it back empty. Joel reloads this it. Sounds way better just to use cash. It's a lot of work involved in this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We can, we can. I didn't want to do a full. This is why it's never going to be any money changing hands. But it's fun to say. It was a good. I wanted to try something. Oh, you know, there's Venmo and well, things like that. I had. But. I had <laughs> try the video games around the corner. I had three, but we already talked about will Otani be traded at the deadline. So we already kind of butchered that one. What was your What was your offer? We all said no. Like, just oh, like, just will he, will he be traded yeah. at the deadline? We also you said no too. Yeah, I, I don't think he will either. I, I I've changed my mind in the last like twenty four hours. 
Let's see. I just, or 24 minutes when Tim Kirkton was on. I wasn't listening. I was taking care of Oh, that's of, right. You weren't. I, was taking care I will of give business. you credit for that. You were not. This, um, this Astros-Rangers thing, like, I'm not backpedaling out of this, but the schedule is not bad for you. You go the road trip and it sucks you're on the road. But you get three against Colorado, the Angels, two A's. against Colorado, four against the single A's, and then you play the Rangers. Yeah. Like, you sweep the Rangers. It doesn't really matter what you did prior to that series. If you just keep up with the Rangers until the 24th, you sweep. Not tall order, but you sweep. Right. Like it's the schedule's favorable for your side of the bet. I, I I like my side, but the schedule kind of is favorable for your side. I think it's like really. I, I would this one. I I that's where I started. Where I looked at the schedule and I'm like, you know what? Like they could be in first place by the end of the month, if not sooner. Two is where I was. That, that's where I got. Yeah, my, the two is the the, the stickler. Ranger schedule is pretty difficult too. I didn't even know the Ranger schedule when I made this bet. It's probably a failure on my part. But they go guards, which I mean. They're not trash. Guards nope, are okay. Nope. They lead the central. Pitching. I mean, they're average. They're, they're home for Tampa. Tampa's better than the Rangers. Yeah, they are. They're home for the Dodgers. That's not Ooh. a cupcake. At Houston, and then they have a three-game series at San Diego to end the month. Oh, I like where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'll so take like that. schedule-wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm all right with so that. So two games, Astros by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll sounds, roll with that, that one. That sounds like a fun bet. So if I lose this bet, what do I have to do? I still don't fully understand. It's still on him. You have to refill the card. Is it a, is it a physical card? Yeah, I got a physical one. So that means we got to keep track of it. Do y'all order $5 worth of things at no, Starbucks? No, it's more than that, but I didn't want to go too high. It's Yours is more, more than, than that? that? Yeah. Do I go black Good drip night. You know, it's What not, are you getting? You get like this caramel mocha frappuccino? Get, yeah, with sprinkles and all that other Frappuccino fights with get, your friends? I have venti ice white mocha. Oh, you are foo-foo kachu. What do you get on ice every day? Americanos. Okay, that's not bad. Look, here's the deal. I either go... As like with soy milk, girl. Oh my gosh, who am like, I dealing with? Here? I go like as I threw that out just <laughs> yeah. for you. You did, you did, you did. I appreciate that that you're honest about I it. Go, I go in like two directions. Okay, I go as basic white girl as I can, or black coffee. I have three orders that I've ever had at, at Starbucks yeah. in my life: A white chocolate mocha. Okay. Come on, vanilla mocha frappuccino. Like it's like I go in one of two directions. I either go like. Way over the top, or and I guess it's not super over the top. But my my boy Nick Sharara w- couldn't even pronounce what he was ordering, but he got every foo foo and kachu that he could in his coffee. I spent so way pralines too much money on and all the pralines and whatever and all this other stuff. But boy, he would load that thing up. The I have three Starbucks orders in my entire life. Normal coffee, just your drip coffee. I'll do an americano. Never ice. I don't like iced coffee. I got used to it. I never did either. But I down here in Houston. You adjust to not wanting hot coffee in, in the hot weather. But I would do a nitro cold brew, which is it's not, not bad. It's I not tried on, them. It's not on ice. Like it wakes you up. It's got a kick. Yeah, Those are my them. only three orders ever. Man, do you like the nitro beers? Not really. Like it's like a, it's like a little coffee flavor, right? Not really. I don't I don't like coffee beers. No, I don't. I don't think that they really go together. You know, I, was, I, was, I don't like spiked iced teas either. I like iced teas. I like spike. I don't like. I don't iced like tea. them together. I was crushing some uh, coffee ice cream last night. Coffee ice cream is good. So coffee good. ice cream smacks for sure. Yeah. Lisa's big on all coffee flavored stuff. I'm not a, as much, but I'm not a tea drinker. But if you give me the Arnold Palmer with the lemonade in it, then then, then it's. See, I don't like lemonade. It's a. It's oh, a, I love lemonade. It's an. Un, it's a not a very popular Midwest thing. thing. I, I lemonade was, was it in the I, summer. Honestly, I'm kind. Of, I was kind of a sweet tea guy always. Just growing growing up, like I wasn't lemonade either. Really? Like I do Arnold Palmer, but like I don't really like lemonade. My mom either. made sure we had lemonade in uh, a big pitcher of lemonade in the in the refrigerator every day. All right, 713-780-ESPN. What is your Starbucks order? Do you know what today is? Yesterday was National French Friday. Do you know what today is? Today is Buffalo Wing Day. 
Ooh, that's where big are for the you. best Buffalo? I didn't even know this until earlier today. Where are the best Buffalo wings in the city of Houston? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Killer Bees broadcasting live from the Kima Boardwalk. Hey, before we go to the break, tell you about my good friend Doc Linville. Doc Linville, best in the business at the Neograft procedure. You're asking yourself, what is the Neograft procedure? It is a way that you get your hair back, your own hair. And you get it where you need it most. Maybe it's your hairline in front. Maybe it's that baboon's butt that's showing on the top of your head. Bottom line is, no matter what and where, they're going to take care of how you get your hair back and get a better appearance on a daily basis, have more self-confidence, and feel better about yourself. It's not sprays and creams and foams that mask the problem. No, it's your own hair. Genetically, you're never going to lose your hair on the sides and the back of your head. Doc Linville takes some of that, puts it where you need it most. You see the results, and it continues to grow, get stronger and longer, and be with you for the long haul. As an ESPN listener, you can check out and find out everything about neografting. All you have to do is go to 975hair.com. And when you do, set up an appointment because it's absolutely free as a listener. It's normally 150 bucks to meet with Doc Linville and his staff, ask questions, get answers, see if the procedure is right for you. As an ESPN listener, it's free. Check it out. Ask those questions. Get those answers. And if you're like me, do the procedure because it is a game changer. It has been fantastic since I did it. Doc got my hair back in front. I couldn't be happier. And I've gotten the, the reaction from people to say they love the results too. Check them out today. Tell them I sent you by. Go to 975hair.com. The Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios are today located at the Pizza Oven on the Kima Boardwalk. Catch the killer bees there now for the next stellar segment with Joel and Jeremy. Woolhouse will be here until 7, uh, broadcasting live, Kima Boardwalk. Great great, uh, great place to spend your Friday night. Great well, the wheels are going to be here, not the wheelhouse. Just the wheels? What do you mean? Yeah, because Cody and Cody's, oh, Cody's not yeah, Cody's Jake and BK are here. They're the wheels, the big house. What's Cody He's doing to be out? Evidently taking a vacation day. Needed a three-day weekend. Cody Stoops, your boy. Well, that changes what they're going to be talking about in their opening segment. That's a good point. That's changes good point. That, that drastically changes what they're going to talk about in their opening segment. If Cody's yeah. out there, uh, I'm going to have to think about things. Uh, yesterday was French Fry Day. Okay. We, we have these for every single day. Like, we're a fat country, and I partake in all that fatness. You don't get a body like this for nothing. Uh, did you partake in French Fry Day? No. That's very disappointing. I, t- I took. I part. I'm not a twice. sucker for these days. I'll eat fries when I want to eat fries. I'm not going to eat fries because you tell me it's the day you have to eat. fries. I wish I was more like you because I'm. I'm very impressionable. Uh, I had fries as soon as we left the station. You said you're going. I to, stopped you did. and I did. I'm a man of my word. And then okay. I had fries later that night for dinner. You doubled I part down. Took tw- it was French Fry Day. My how, did, how else do you celebrate French Fries Day? You, what are you eat on French the Joe fries. George diet. I'm on the Branham diet, and I've been Jeez. on the Branham diet for far too long. Uh, but today is National Buffalo Wing Day. I did not realize this. What are the best buffalo wings in the city of Houston? See, you're more of a connoisseur of this than I am, but I know that, and we just talked about it, but I don't want to say too much, but I always loved uh, Frankie's Italian Kitchen Wings. Those Frankie's were, Italian Kitchen Wings ooh, were fan. They were really good. Underrated good. Do not sleep on good. those. Chris did one hell of a job. Those were, those were, I, those were fantastic. I don't – I think fried wings are better than smoked wings. For the record, because I, I, I agree with that. I like the crunch yep. of the fried. Yep. Now, I, I, I like smoked wings, but I'm partial to fried wings over smoked wings. Uh, Day One Donna says Roostar. I've never had Roostar's uh, wings, but I'm going to have to try it because I trust Day One Donna. Uh, this you one says to. the smoked wings at King's Beer House. I'll try those, but again, I, I, I have... I'm biased towards the fried wing over the smoked wing. Now, if you want to tell me you want a smoked wing and fried them, 
Very, Ooh, very good. That sounds good. I double-cooked the wings that I made the other day. I topped it off in the fryer. It was fantastic. I tend to believe that Houston, because I travel a little bit, yep. I don't. Houston does a lot of foods right. Barbecue, better than any other place. Tex-Mex, better than any other place. Uh, their Chinese food. Their, you know, their Thai food, Vietnamese food. They're, they're so elite in a variety of different areas. I think Houston lacks a little bit when it comes to the Buffalo wing. Really? I really do. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm like I said, I'm not as big a connoisseur of you, as you are. I'm wondering because I'm, I'm with you on the crunch, but I'm also kind of against, like, the, the sauces already pre-cooked on the, the wings. Oh, you don't like it being tossed in the sauce? I mean, you can, some of them, but I don't want them to be like all like the, the barbecued wings. I don't want them to come out all drenched in sauce and everything like that. But if the flavor is in it, when you, it's one thing. I just don't like them to be that messy. Okay. My wife does sauce on the side for wings. I think it's a good call. See, I have, I, I, I believe in the sauce. I'm also, a, I'm also a purist when it comes to the buffalo wing. Are like you messy, I need like buff- it gets all oh, over your hands yeah. and everything. You don't, you don't go to buffalo wings to be neat. Like, yeah, I'm going to be messy when it comes to buffalo wings. But I believe in a buffalo sauce. Like, I, like, to me, I don't like the garlic parmesan. Now, if you want to go, like, spicy lemon pepper, like a little bit of a twist, fantastic. You yep. want to throw some garlic in that buffalo? I like buffalo? the, like the sweet See, that's where I, I can't do that. Like, barbecue sauce, can't do that. My favorite like, is, I need like, a the, true uh, buffalo. I love barbecue sauce on a lot of stuff. They call it the Not it, your french fries, it's the No, same, ketchup only. It's, just like, the same recipe. It's just different. But Pluckers and Big City Wings, they have, like, it's, like, Gold Fever and Gold Rush. I don't even know what it is. Really? But it's elite. The favorite is it the it's elite? I think I've had it. I think it's. I, I didn't. I don't love like. It. I don't like barbecue. Is Big City Wings Sam's place? Yes, Sam's place does phenomenal wings. Yeah. Big City Wings is really, really good. I, I don't speaking for him. I, I no, I'm I've, not. I, if <laughs> Sam wants me to, I'm available. But I'll I'm be, just telling you. Whenever they come to the station and yeah, do wings yeah. or anything like that, those are fantastic. I, I have one near the house that I go to pretty often. They're they're good. They're yeah. good. The best two that I like, I, look, I like Pluckers. I think Pluckers is very good if you're going, like, you know, in, in the city of Houston. Uh, I like their spicy lemon pepper more there? than anything else. Did you ever do shows from there? I don't think I've done a show okay. at Pluckers. Uh, spicy lemon pepper from Pluckers is very Love good. I, the favorite, my favorite wings in the city of Houston, and you have to try, this really isn't the city of Houston, it's greater Houston area, uh, Wings and More Express in Conroe. It's very good. And in Wings and More in College Station is like who started all these. And you see some fake Wings and More that they're not really the Wings and More. Chain. But Wings and More in College Station Elite. And they have a Wings and More Express in Conroe that's fantastic. Ooh. Anytime I'm in the area, I stop by no matter what. See, that's a tricky thing. Like Carabas used to be the go-to on Thursday nights. We were always at Carabas on Kirby. It's the original, right? And Johnny Caraba and those guys, the way they make that fresh Italian food and everything, it was amazing. But then all of a sudden, a Carabas pops up on Voss. A Caraba pops up. There's a Carabas in San Antonio. We're on the road. We're like, awesome. And then you find out it's not the same Carabas. It's not the same. It's not the, the made from scratch traditionals. It's like the chain that they're trying to start, and they throw you a curveball, and you end up disappointed because it's not the original that you got used to loving. Somebody says you have to give L.A. Crawfish a try. Their spicy lemon pepper wings are oh. good. I've done L.A. Crawfish. I've never done it for the wings. I've done it for the crawfish. Like, they have, like, the uh, – it's kind of a different crawfish. It's like the spicy garlic a little bit or the garlic butter. So good. It's a secondary way to eat crawfish. It's not my primary way to eat crawfish, but it's a very good way to eat crawfish. I love their crawfish. You don't like crawfish, right, I don't. I, don't. I, I, I broke out in hives one time eating crawfish. Oh, that yeah, would yeah, – I mean, that nah, would do it for you. What? Not, not doing Are it. Are you allergic to evidently, I, evidently, No, because I love shrimp. But, uh, you know, evidently one time, I don't know if it was the wrong batch of, of, of crawfish or whatever, but I got 
violently ill and broke out in hives, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I can do without it. I now. did a uh, I did a boil for the first time. Just oh, how'd for, it go? It went really well. I was, you did it I yourself. Was, yeah, I was blown away with how good Not it was. Not like the one that's been on social media where they said they got done with the boil and they tip oh, it over yeah. and, it, yeah, and it looks like it's it, barely been cooked. It didn't look like it was cooked at all. <laughs> I don't think it was. <laughs> like, I think the corn was I, straight out of the freezer. I yeah. think, I would say, I thought all of it looked frozen still. It, it looked really good. I, yeah, I thought it looked, the only thing that didn't look frozen was the shrimp. Yes. Everything else to me looked like it was still frozen. But it almost looked like they could have yeah. been frozen but pre-cooked. See, this is a crawfish bowl I did. I okay. put some veggies yeah. in mine. I put, a, I put See, a lot of veggies in mine. That's where, like, I – one of the reasons, like, why I've, I'm trying to convince my wife that, like, we need to leave the apartment life and, it get, was, and get a house next because, like, I miss having, like, a grill, being able to do that. Like, it's just – it's killing me. I can't wait to do another boil. I, I, I would do some things a little bit different, but they turned out fantastic. Uh, some other people, House of Bowls, jalapeno wings. I've never heard of House of Bowls. Mm. Have you all heard of House of Bowls? Is that like no. a noodle place? I, it's a good call, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my list, though. I'm going to put it on the queue of places There's like this. There's this place. It's probably not far from you. I mean, I, don't, I can't remember how close you are to Kingwood, but, like, it's called Three Bees. It's a sports bar in I've Kingwood. I've been there. They have, the, they have the certain sandwich, right? Yeah. Their, wings are, their wings are really good. I think I've had them actually. Like I think a lot of times, like the best wings and stuff you find are like the one-off sports bar that like they do it their own way. Exactly. And, like, they're either really good or they're usually terrible. That's what I'm searching. There's not for. much of a mix. Somebody said fire wings. I think fire wings are fine. I don't think they're great. Dream wings on Ella. I've been to Dream Wings on Ella. I think it's fine. Not great. Korean wings, barbecue chicken. That's a different style, but those it's are very so good. good. Those are very good, but it's a much different style. Uh, 713-780-ESPN. Somebody says, I live in Conroe. We're going to have to check out that Wings and More. Talking about the one on 105, right? Yes, that one. And I don't, I don't even read for them. You speaking for them? I don't even speak for them. Okay. I would love to because it means I'd probably get more of that in my life. Would you just do a trade? So I good. think a lot Absolutely. of people know that we, we <laughs> would like to speak for them and they need to get on that right now. What do, you, what do you need, like, Wings, like, once a week? If I could have Wings once a week, that's enough for me. I can make that. I hope we can make that happen. Yeah, make it happen for me. I'll give. I, how, I'll, what do you mean you can make that happen? What do you, Mister? We can just make a phone call. You don't like wings? Do you want? Do you want? No, just I like, like. I'm not saying for me, but I'm saying. Well, well do if I have you to can make try, that happen? Start making a lot of things do I, happen. Do I have to try to feed your whole family? Me or just you? I was, I'm not getting greedy. <laughs> Branham wife and Branham kids can fin, can fin for themselves. <laughs> we they saw, can fin for themselves. We gave Joseph. Wow. We gave Joseph wings one time, but he started trying to eat it at the top and like eat at the bone. And I was like, "This is a bad idea." He's gonna bite kids. <laughs> I was like, "This is good. like he doesn't know how to do it." I'm like, "We gotta stop this." What is uh, what's the uh, wheelhouse gonna lead off their show with today? Uh, how? Where, uh, where's Cody? Now that I know Cody's not here. I think they're going to they're gonna start off with some Astros. They're not going to do Texans in their way to nine wins. All right, does it for us. Thanks so much to, uh, to BMAC. Brian McDonald doing all the hard work. Joe George, a lot of hard work, too. <laughs> Joe You're did it all today. on-site engineer. He's blank on Branham. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. The Wheelhouse is next on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.